0: in the morning Nathan Penetration
1: in the morning Brian
0: Black I guess I have to allow access to the microphone now with the latest Mac OS. because I just upgraded you have to allow it I just found out I hit record and I realized the software I was using didn't have access to the mic oh until I, I see allow. Okay. it's like iOS I hope huh. it's kind of cool you hear the uh motorcycle slash shitbox out there screaming away <laughs> disrupting our show that's I know you good. hear it it may not
1: come through the noise gate yeah I it was pretty loud I heard it yeah fucking shitbox drivers making me late for client appointments and work it's people that tend to go 20 mile. well not 20 that's an exaggeration they go like 10 to 15 miles an hour below the speed limit
0: and their toyota corollas
1: toyota corollas uh beat as fuck old like first generation priuses uh rusted out shitbox trucks um and it's always the same it's you i don't want to sound sexist but it's usually women usually um no particular age range because I've seen, maybe except like a girl in her, in her 20s, like anything above that, I've seen it all as far as when women driving really slow and piece of shit cars. Um, yeah, I had to sit in traffic a lot today. I went to a client's in way south. Uh, basically... San Clemente area and I had to sit in traffic all the way back from there. I don't understand how traffic works down there. I I lived down close. I mean, I for almost my entire life except for the last six years I've lived in South County and I've never understood why they had so bad, such bad traffic in certain areas. And it's a guarantee at every point in the day, there's no merging freeways. There's no road work. It's just like people just drive slower down there and it causes a chain reaction. It doesn't make any sense. Is
0: it going up or downhill?
1: Uh, Coming back from San Clemente was a lot of uphill, so... Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. But... (sighs) We had uh, some new MAC stuff this week.
0: I'm shocked that the new iPad has USB-C. Because that means they've set the minimum... uh, They have a limit on how thin they can make the iPad now. I thought they were going to just keep going until it just became a piece of paper.
1: Yeah. I don't don't know why they did that either. Because now, if they don't release the next iPhone with USB-C, then... They're going to be called out on that. Why, why would you do it on the iPad and not the iPhone? Because I remember even before the iPhone 10 came out, people were bitching about lightning and saying it should be USB-C. So, I mean, it's, I think it's an inferior connector. It's just the benefits with USB-C is the uh, USB 3.0 and even and though display the newest port- DisplayPort oh it has display that's right yeah you can do DisplayPort over USB yeah um I don't know what benefit that's going to give you on an iPhone or an iPad though well
0: in their demo they had it hooked to a display you can drive a 5k display or something off this thing and da- DisplayPort allows you to daisy-chain, so maybe... So you don't need those could, apps
1: like Do It Display anymore to do that?
0: Uh, no. And you'd be able to get the native output instead of the uh, lightning connector. When you had that HDMI adapter, it actually had a little operating system that ran on a little chip that would encode 1080p video from your iPad's display and output it onto the TV. Now, the 30-pin connector had raw video that went out. So text was sharp, but the version that came out of the lightning to HDMI adapter was compressed, and it looked inferior.
1: But the thirty pin couldn't do 1080p though, could it? Uh,
0: I'm pretty sure that output 1080p. I don't I don't know that though. All I know is that the output of the thirty pin HDMI adapter was sharper for text because there was no compression. Hmm so when you ran status board the app that output that video output was compressed 1080p and it wasn't that good you might as well airplay it because it's basically a little airplay server that starts up on the uh, lightning connector Hmm. that also means you could plug in a flash drive maybe even a YubiKey maybe you can get GPG uh, GPG key support which would mean you could use your YubiKey as an SSH key so you can log into your servers with the little hardware module huh. which is really nice because uh, for all my personal stuff I log into my I have to have a YubiKey some hardware security module and then enter a pin to unlock the key and authenticate the whole uh, basically prove that I know the secret to the key then the key will let me sign into the server. And then that key needs a certificate signed by the certificate authority. But then that key forwards into the server that I've logged into. And then from that server, any other servers I log into, it'll also use that key because it forwards Hmm. the session. So when I go and I pull uh, repositories from like GitLab or GitHub and I use uh, SSH key authentication, it forwards the key that is in another state through these remote servers, and then it can pull down that Git repo and deploy code. And there's no keys huh. on the server, so there's nothing to ever exfiltrate. So, uh, according to the Wi-Fi access points that we like, the control center, they call it the unified control, uh, what are they called? The controller. cloud controller? Yeah, the controller. controller. Uh, um, according to mine, it says, that I've been spending some time on Pornhub. <laughs> now I don't particularly like it knowing that. So a site like that could easily exfiltrate your SSH keys right off your file system. That's why it's important to have it on a hardware security module, like a YubiKey. key. It's a little tricky and a pain in the ass to get it in there, but I'm done now. Like I, as long as I don't lose that fucking thing, I'm good. And then it also has to have the, in my case, the certificate authority. Um,
1: You have the USG Pro... Do you have a Switch, too? Unify Switch? I don't.
0: Everything is wireless. I need a Switch, though.
1: Oh, you don't even... I thought the USG Pro, though, had multiple...
0: It has another WAN port, and I could dedicate it to one machine. Or another LAN port. It has two WAN, two LAN.
1: Yeah. Okay, that's... uh, Yeah, I thought it had, like, four or five ports or something like that. So... Yeah, why not wire into one of those?
0: I could. That's not going <laughs> to stop it from recording that I'm going to Pornhub.
1: True. Well, that's kind of why I was asking, because you need the the pro, or you need the USG to be able to get that information, right, through the controller?
0: Yeah, I think so. It's the deep packet inspection. I had it off most of the right. time. I just turned it on again just to see if it makes a difference in my uh, my weekly backups. And is that a bong or a drink?
1: That is. I was gonna. (laughs) I was waiting for this conversation to end because I was gonna ask you what you were drinking. But I'm not drink.
0: uh, No, I'm not drinking anything.
1: I got water. I'm drinking out of my boot right now. (laughs) Oh, did it splash on you? My, it it does the bubble. That's a real thing. Like you could probably hear it again.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's what it sounded like in the bathroom today. That was more like a super smoker.
1: Oh, man. Yeah. So hard to do that quietly. (laughs) Well, who cares when you're on the can? Everything goes fart noises, you know. Uh, But it's too close to the rest of the office. You can hear it. Did you see that Joe Rogan where they're talking about whether it's appropriate if a guy farts in the bathroom? Like, if he. Just walks up to the counter to wash his hands and just lets lets one rip versus like <laughs> no I don't being in the stall or like because you know those guys that like that fart while they're like pissing at the urinal too like yeah. even even that is somewhat acceptable but for some reason walking up to the counter to wash your hands and then letting one go is not <laughs> um well I guess at the pisser you' it just blends
0: in. And you're normally spaced. At the sink, yeah. you're not necessarily spaced out. And you're there for the <laughs> last time.
1: It's it'd be different if you let out like a King Astro for one. just like that goes on for like ten seconds. <laughs> the wet clapping. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that guy has definitely got a colon problem. I don't know how <laughs> he could. <laughs>
0: Ugh. Um That's nasty.
1: Yeah. Well, and that I don't know if it's air either because there's shit on his underwear when he does those <laughs> videos.
0: <laughs> Maybe he bought some of those Amazon TSA tidy whities so that they look like they uh, have skid marks in them.
1: We're going to find out like in a couple of years that he died of like colon cancer or something. <laughs> or a uh, prolapsed rectum
0: and uh, he bled out. Oh, um, yeah. man.
1: So we got a new iPad too, I think that because we were talking about the Lightning connector for that, or the uh, USB C connector. I mean, I don't like that they made the new pencil only work with that uh, iPad.
0: It's yeah, they don't have like a pairing button; they do it through their magic of like contacting it, and then the the previous one only was a Bluetooth device in the sense that, I mean, the only way it paired was through the lightning connector.
1: I don't understand why they couldn't give it the magnetic charging feature that the new one has. And then also added a little female lightning connector, like port on the side of it. And I know they have enough space for that because when I had my beats X, that's basically what they had, how to charge it. It was a female lightning uh, adapt uh, connector and the width of those little little, whatever they were. Like, if you look at sex headphones, the little thick parts on the right and left side, probably where the chip is and the batteries and everything, they one side had the female lightning connector. So if they could fit it in one of those, they could fit it in the pencil. But there's no electromagnetic induction or conduction, whichever one. There's just uh, a lot of fragmentation with all their stuff now it's like the iPad Pro the new iPad Pro just came out last year and now they're like making that basically I think obsolete uh, I thought yeah. it was September last year yeah it's been just over a year a year and a month maybe not from the announcement I guess I'm wrong on that the release was a year ago. The announcement was probably in June, so a year and four months.
0: It's their bleeding, ass, bleeding edge device, so it doesn't surprise me that they're going to push the boundaries. They don't really care for uh, legacy support.
1: I, I just want to know, what do you need that. six gigs of RAM and a terabyte storage for in an iPad? Well, they announced Photoshop yeah but you can if you pay for the one terabyte cloud storage you can you all of that you can offload on icloud drive anyway you're going to be using
0: more than six gigs of ram hopefully if you're processing large uh data sets so is it full like what level does the beer have to be at for it to do the bubble thing
1: it has to fully fill up the boot and then when if i drink it with the t- like the the toe of the boot up it it like the movie Beer Fest is accurate you have to turn the thing to the side and drink it and then the bubble doesn't happen because it lets more air in completely it's it's a lack of air it's it, it's it, there's too much suction and then that's what creates the noise when you do it with the, the toe up because it has to fill all that empty space it's gravity So, if I drink it from the side. No noise. No noise. But drink it toe up. <laughs>
0: it sounds awfully familiar.
1: What do you think of the new MacBook Air?
0: Oh, man. That's pretty cool. It's got Thunderbolt, it's got the what benefits you- of the MacBook versus the MacBook Pro which was supposed to like the little keyboard one the one without the touch bar that was supposed to be like the substitute for not having a MacBook Air replacement now they do it's the best of both worlds
1: I remember hearing though that they were the rumor was they were going to come out with an ARM based MacBook Air I don't know what happened with that
0: they're not ready to do anything ARM based they have to come up with the whole migration plan Mojave just came out And this is the first hint that there may be iOS apps even ported to the Mac. So the first thing they would have to do is uh, develop that whole framework for allowing these iOS application developers to start porting their stuff. And then at some point they can jump ship. Only today, basically... Did the iPad Pro achieve the same performance as the MacBook Air or MacBook Pro, which costs multiple times the cost of an iPad? Draws way more power. So maybe they'll have a chip that's larger that they could put in a laptop class device that would outperform the MacBook Pro in a year or two. Hmm. Because a 45 watt chip's a lot different than a. What, what do you think's an iPad? Like maybe a 10 watt? I don't know. It's gotta know. be less. Cause the iPad it's, doesn't get that hot.
1: Do, does Apple even release the, uh, cause they, they actually develop the chips now, right? Like it's all in-house.
0: Somebody else is actually manufacturing it. It's their design, but it's a custom design. So it's not like in, it's not like another arm chip. Okay. There may be some similarities cause it's based from, based on some platform, but it's custom.
1: Um, I don't know. I was going to say about the MacBook Air. I don't know how good of a value it is, to be honest, because you can get a 13-inch MacBook Pro for like a couple hundred more dollars. The 13-inch MacBook Pros, I think were like, well, let's look on their website.
0: Are you talking about the cheapest one? The one that doesn't have a touch bar? Yeah. Yeah. Um... Doesn't that only have two Thunderbolt ports?
1: Uh, I think so. 13-inch. If you need yeah, more than a MacBook... Inch, the 13-inch MacBook Pro starts at 12, 1299 Yeah, it's
0: fool's gold. No one's going to buy that thing.
1: Why is it fool's unless you, gold? It's unless got, you need
0: an escape key. It's fool's gold.
1: No, but I'm saying why is it fool's gold if it's got... A higher powered processor it's got better integrated graphics because our iris graphics it's got basically the same storage the same display and two Thunderbolt 3 ports whereas isn't isn't only one of the ports a Thunderbolt on the the new MacBook Air
0: uh, I don't know you're probably right I don't know which one would be Thunderbolt though yeah, seems weird so- If that's the
1: case, so 1199, which is the base price of the MacBook Air, you buy them for different
0: reasons though. It doesn't just come down (sighs) to price.
1: Yeah, it's got the same storage, the same memory, shittier graphics, and where's the Thunderbolt? Okay, no, it has two. Okay,
0: they're probably half speed. Because the ones on the, uh, the Fool's Gold MacBook Pro, they're also like, I think they're half speed.
1: Well, why do you call it Fool's Gold? Uh,
0: there's no Touch ID. Yeah,
1: but why is that that important? You don't have Touch ID on your Mac, on your iMac. It only has two ports on the side, on the left side. Well, that's it's, what the air the air only has two. Also, yeah. I'm just comparing it to the The MacBook Pro
0: is what you buy
1: when you need performance, and the size doesn't really matter. But it's not that much bigger, though. That's kind of what I'm getting at. It's the new MacBooks. Not just the MacBook, but the new MacBook Pros are pretty thin, too. I mean, they're bigger than the the base MacBooks, but marginally. Even the 15-inch is pretty thin. You for different reasons. One is
0: ultra-portable. One is less portable. I get hung up on
1: the logic of Apple's pricing. That's one of the biggest things that bothers me about them. Because they... It's like they think that their customers don't do product research before they buy anything. They think that they're just going to buy it because it's new. And that may be true for the iPhone crowd and the iPad crowd, but I think the Mac crowd is a little bit different. I think the Mac crowd is more intelligent and they know what they're buying. So I guess in a nutshell, I'm I'm saying that the the new MacBook Air is overpriced because it was supposed to be the low price. It was supposed to be the entry point for the MacBooks and it's just as expensive as a base MacBook Pro 13 inch. Give her off by a hundred dollars.
0: Have you seen the MacBook?
1: Just the MacBook, not the Pro.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's, it's even th- more expensive. Mm, is it?
1: Yep. It's the same price. It's hundred dollars more. Twelve hundred versus thirteen hundred than the Air. Yeah. The I don't get it. Why would you? It's an m3 you don't buy the macbook processor
0: for its processor performance what do you buy it for low power low heat portability then get an ipad battery now if you need a longer battery and more performance the macbook air has that you could probably drain the battery even faster too
1: Uh, you're arguably gonna have more performance with the iPad in that regard. Just get a keyboard for it. What are you doing if if you're just web browsing and word processing which is essentially what you're gonna be doing with an M3 I don't know what you could do beyond that with that processor. If those are the two things you're doing, why not just get an iPad?
0: Because you're doing something that you can't use an iPad for. Like software development you're not going to get the same type of editor you're not going to get so direct input
1: okay, it's going to be can, very difficult
0: s- it, it, it should be doable on the iPad it's just not right now particularly if you're doing all your development remotely, like if you just SSH in to a box and you just do everything in the command line you should, in theory, be able to do it all on, a, on, a, on an iPad. Uh, I did a lot of my sysadmin work on a MacBook. I found that certain applications that use the processor for long periods of time would just make the laptop super hot. So if you work on the MacBook for a whole day, the thing builds up and accrues enough heat that it's actually uncomfortable to leave your hands on it because your hands just start dripping with sweat because Mm. it's warm and it's warming your wrists, which is warming your blood, which is making your hands sweat, which is making you hot. It's kind of uncomfortable to use. So I'd almost rather have a MacBook Pro. Now I can get the MacBook Air because it has a fan and it can potentially cool itself a lot faster than just waiting for the thing to passively cool because there's no vents on the back of this, on the back of the MacBook. The MacBook Mm. Air has a
1: vent. There's a little... Uh, I didn't know it was passive cooling in the MacBook. Yeah, there's
0: no fan. It's completely silent. It's the ultimate portable computer. You just sit there and you use it like a laptop, but it's like an iPad. And you're in a Mac and you're just jumping around through terminals, just logging into boxes, and the battery lasts a long time. Let's see. The Mac. I'm looking for the.
1: If you're doing a bunch of remote work, then a MacBook a MacBook would be good for that too. This RDP sessions,
0: yeah. But like I was saying, when you work on it for six to eight hours or ten hours, um, your battery's gonna be dead by ten hours. But the that little bit of load on your CPU, unless it's completely idle, that little bit of load actually causes the case to heat up slowly over many many hours, and it doesn't cool off fast. So your hands sweat. Hmm. So that's why the MacBook Air would probably be even better. Because that thing has a longer battery. It says like 12 hours. And I would love 10 to 12 hours of battery life. And something that's not uncomfortably hot.
1: It's still going to get hot even with that fan.
0: Oh, yeah. I am not under any illusion that it won't get hot. But this thing has a fan. So... It can cool off a lot faster than the MacBook. I would have to close the MacBook and walk away, which I guess is good because I shouldn't be sitting and using my computer for eight hours, but I did. And it was warm. It just made it unpleasant to use the computer. It's super mm. pleasant to use it just in general, but not for the whole work day. Like you can the thing doesn't weigh anything. It's like a pound maybe. So you can carry it into bed. Uh, you can walk around with it with the display open. It just it's a featherweight device. It's like holding a magazine.
1: Why do you think they put full-size USB 3 adapters or connectors on the Mac mini? Uh for
0: all the people that like the the iMac Pro, all the people that have the
1: A type connectors. But they got four thunderbolt connectors on it you could just buy usb3 to type a adapters
0: yeah i don't think they're gonna i g- think
1: try and confuse people i think what in. it is is they were cheaping out and they didn't want to add two more thunderbolt adapters
0: no there's no there's, those are 40 gigabits each that macbook or the the mac mini i guarantee you doesn't have enough bandwidth to do 40 gigabits across all four of those connectors it probably only has 40 gigabits worth of bandwidth for two of them, and then the other ones become. do these have like desktop processors
1: though? These,
0: uh, no, it's got some in between Nook type uh, processor in it, like uh, a seven watt thing or 15 huh. watt.
1: Yeah, because I was looking at the core count and I thought these were just full desktop processors. You'd have to
0: look at Mac Rumors somewhere to figure out what exact what model this is, but. If we look into the details, let's see. Somewhere on here it says that two of the Thunderbolt ports are capable of driving a 5K display. That means the other two are not 40 gigabits. Huh. So maybe they're like 20 because the chipset only has so much bandwidth.
1: And well, if I- those are 3.1 ports though on the uh are the type a connectors then those are good for up to 10 gigabits each
0: so Uh, those probably
1: don't do full either
0: i don't think does 3.1 go across type a or is that only type c
1: i think the wiring is the same it says usb3 though i would think it would say 3.1 Oh, it does say 3.1
0: gen 2 up to 10 gigabits on the usb3 connectors
1: yeah, but then... if you
0: just take your USB-C connector and you plug it into the Thunderbolt connector, Thunderbolt is a universal connector. It becomes anything. That thing could be your serial port. It could be... It's PCI Express. So it, it's your USB connector. It's your Display Port connector, your HDMI connector, audio, Ethernet, whatever, fiber channel, graphics card. So when you plug your Type-C uh charger or whatever that thing will plug into that cable and just be a USB cable.
1: Hmm. Is that what you were worried about? No, I'm just, I was just curious. I'm thinking about getting one of these. I just, I'm going to get the base one. It would be like the I three one. Um, this would be basically my new media center. One of these, I would get rid of my Apple TV, my Roku, all that other shit. I would just use this. This isn't going to compete with an Apple TV. Or it Roku. won't in the regard that of uh, ease of use. But I've kind of wanted a computer in my where my bedroom TV is going to be, so I could keep the iP- or the ma- uh ugh, the Apple TV with it. But this, I think, I could do everything I want to do still. I mean, I use my Apple TV primarily for Netflix and YouTube TV. So I could just leave a browser session going with both of those open on this thing. And I found the display back stats. To it.
0: it can do one
1: 5K display. Hmm. How many so 4K?
0: It can do one 5K with one 4K. It has. So once you use one full 40 gigabit connector, you can't drive another 4K display from Thunderbolt, it looks like. The other 4K display has to go over the HDMI bus. So uh, they split the bandwidth on the Thunderbolt connectors, and that means they have enough dedicated bandwidth for. Uh, HDMI 2 and Thunderbolt so that's good yeah you can do two 4k displays on Thunderbolt and then one 4k display on HDMI so you can do three 4k displays if you wanted that's a lot of bandwidth 5k is just ridiculous that uses way more
1: I can't even see the difference between 5k and 4k on 27 inch
0: well, 27 inches you're gonna have just big pixels because a 4k display is roughly 10 yeah, but you're
1: because technically like they your, count- I, your imac has a 5k display in it doesn't it yeah
0: so its equivalent display is 2560 by 1440. that's what a tw- that's the resolution of a 100 pixel per inch uh 27 inch display That's what it should be drop packets, it sounds like. Um yeah, I'll look and see if it keeps increasing. The uh, if you have a twenty seven inch display that has giant pixels, then it's gonna be nineteen twenty by ten eighty. Right. So the four K version of that is generally thirty eight forty by by something. 2160 yeah and then there's you know 4k 4k which is 4096 but a lot of times they end up just doubling the resolution of the standard tv resolutions
1: like 3840 i don't know what the exact resolution is on my tv this says it's 4k I think it's 4096. Um, I think I covered all three things, right? The Apple stuff.
0: Yeah. I'm going to try and get my hands on one of these. Oh, Google has a new site. It's called projectstream.google.com. Oops. I'm trying to get the link to you. It's going to make you sign in. They're going to start some kind of game streaming service, I guess. And they're probably going to do it through some app streamer that they have as a Google as a Google cloud platform. Oh,
1: no, I don't have Chrome installed.
0: Well, all it's doing is just getting you early access. It's funny that they even require Chrome, but...
1: Um, you don't have it installed at all? No, I removed it. Really? No, it's... I have so many fucking problems with it. I'm just over it. I don't like using it. I don't like that they're spying on me and using everything that I type into that browser is being stored in a data center somewhere. I use DuckDuckGo as my search engine now. Um, Wow. I refuse to use... The only Google product I use anymore is YouTube TV.
0: That's it. Yeah, I made a special account just to subscribe to that because I don't want to track it on my TV stuff. So, oh, shit, I don't have Firefox installed. I'm going to install that right now. I'm going to try and give that a go again.
1: Firefox, and you know, I i mean, it's still not great, but I've had not, I mean, I in the last maybe two months that I've been using Edge on and off, I've had no problems with it. I think it's gotten a lot better. So I've been using both Firefox and Edge.
0: Check out Tab Scroll for Fire. Uh, yeah, for Firefox. I'll have to put these in the show notes. I don't want to do that. Shit. <laughs> Just making more work for myself. Uh, tab Scroll and Google it. Okay, that's what I'll say. I don't want to put it in the fucking show notes. Uh, and then the other one is. Uh, containers by mozilla firefox containers something like that and it lets you create isolated profiles like chrome profiles but you can put all your separate profiles in tabs and then the tab will have a color
1: yeah i'm looking at it now that's cool
0: yeah so you could have like uh your uh your special like browser only vpn pornhub tab that has its own stuff isolated in it and then your sysadmin stuff and work stuff and yeah, it's interesting. All right. Brew cask install Firefox downloading 63. Yeah. I haven't touched this thing in a long time. Firefox has been creeping me out.
1: Do you still use Safari or no?
0: No, I haven't used Safari since like 2006. (laughs) I mean, as my primary browser. Yeah. I haven't used it. That. i mean i use it on ios because you don't have a choice right you can't change a default that's why yep and i always thought that the mobile chrome kind of sucked
1: they have a new opera browser called opera uh, touch i think
0: oh man firefox is just always such a disappointment when you resize it, it you can see like the contents of the window redrawing as you drag it
1: around it's like yeah. stepping
0: back in time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> do they have Edge for Mac? I think Are you do. kidding me? That's a Microsoft
0: I, product. There's no Edge for any other operating system. Microsoft look up it in the
1: App Store to see if they have it. I think they do. They have it for iOS. Someone's going to be like, what idiot searched for Edge? Edge. There's a game called Edge. Maybe they only have it for iOS right now. I think I have it on my iPhone. Yeah, but it's not actually Edge. It's just Safari.
0: Any browser on iOS is Safari. There's some, uh, like, ban on iOS for anybody to develop third-party browsers. They want to control the browser engine. Hmm. So this whole time you thought you were using Edge or whatever, you were using Safari.
1: It is pretty Safari-esque, Edge.
0: What problems could you possibly have with Chrome, like in terms of functionality?
1: Try using it with the Office 365 portal. That's a Microsoft problem. It doesn't happen in any other browser.
0: Yes, it happens. There's a problem with every browser except for Sorry, we Microsoft signed- browser.
1: Sorry we couldn't send you in right now There was an error And and every fucking time it's in Chrome I, Yeah
0: that doesn't happen on any website Anywhere on the internet That's because Microsoft sucks at web apps Anything on the internet they suck at Yeah Anything but why on doesn't the desktop, it happen in Firefox then I'm pretty sure it does Because I know what weird issues happen On those uh, Those sites and they happen in Firefox All the Microsoft ones if you're, like, in the Azure paddle a panel, the control panel, and it's jumping you between, like, 10 different domain names, microsoftonline.com, microsoftwebsomething.com, uh, live dots, like, weird domain names. It's just, it's like you're going through a, redir- like, an ad redirect farm. Like, when you mistype Ars Technica, and it redirects you to five domains, and you end up on some site that tells you you have to install flash player
1: yeah i i guess the bottom line is i i don't want to deal with the problems that i have with chrome and support that fucking company i just don't
0: like Yeah, i understand the the aversion to google i'm gonna give firefox another try
1: or use Safari if you have to. I'm sure Safari is a pretty good experience it, these days. It is. It's a
0: really good experience. The problem I have with it is the tabs don't work like Chrome. Like Chrome, they'll you open a new tab and it opens near the tab you were just in. Makes sense. On Safari, there is a logic to it, but I don't remember it. And the developers of Safari are... It's like that illusion where in one picture you see a rabbit or no, a young woman and the other picture you... And if you look at it a different way a little bit or you think about it, there's an old one. I know lady. what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. So the Safari developers see tabs as this one logic and then the Chrome developers see, uh, see uh, the tabs as a different logic. And I'm so used to the Chrome way now that I feel like I'm an idiot when I use Safari because I can't figure out where my fucking tab went. And then the tabs... Like they don't get small enough, and I have like a thousand tabs open. It's a problem. But they scroll off to the side, and I can't get to them with a one with one click. I've got to like click click through the the drop down. I guess I just I should just have fewer fucking tabs, but that's part of the friction of me switching back to Safari. And uh, ten years ago, like in two thousand six, when I was using the damn thing it would lock up your whole operating system. Once you hit a certain threshold, like it, it would use a ton of Ram. It's not because the browser used a ton of Ram just because I had a thousand tabs open and I used up all my two gigs of Ram that I had at the time.
1: (laughs) Well, anyway, it's probably worth using though. Yeah. I'll give it a try.
0: Bring your wallet.com slash contact for feedback and suggestions. Bring your wallet.com slash donate to share the show and support the show. See you next
1: week. Sayonara. Alright, how do I stop recording this damn thing? Here it is.